Hey, welcome to the Better Together Podcast. I'm Tony. And I'm Anne. And we're glad you joined us today. It's just us. We don't have any guests today. We don't. But we're going to have a really good time. Yeah. So, you know us, we always start with a couple questions. So our first question today is, what are your favorite fall things? Oh my gosh. It's fall. I mean, it definitely feels like fall It is legally fall. It is legally fall. When is the first day? Like September 20 something? 23rd or something like that. Nice. We're officially into fall. Officially. So it could snow anytime now. (laughs) It is 2020. You never know you what's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen, right? Yeah, I, um, gosh, you know what? I love uh, sweatshirts. Yeah, they hide all the donuts you eat all hide summer. all that stuff. All the ice cream. But I just love, they're just comfortable. They make you comfy. Do you have a victory sweatshirt? I have two. <gasps> I got one in a large, and they ran kind of big. So it's oh. like a, even a little bit bigger than what I would like because mm-hmm. I have wide shoulders. So normally I have to get like large. Yeah. Um, so I got the black one then in medium. Nice. I had a gray one. And? who? T- which child took it? No, I gave it away. Oh, you gave it away. <laughs> Aww. So I'm back to no victory sweatshirt. But they are nice and they're soft and they're comfy. Mm-hmm. So you need to buy one. Yeah. So sweatshirts are your favorite fall things. I I have a list that's way too long to pick. Oh, our phone is ringing. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, I muted this one, but I didn't get that one <laughs> muted, so. That's okay. That's all right. It'll so if you hear a ringing in the background, we're in the office. <laughs> yes, we are. We like the office. We feel like we live here sometimes. So favorite fall things at fall is officially my favorite season. It's my favorite color. It's my favorite everything. They really want to talk to us. <laughs> so my favorite fall things are bonfires and flannels and s'mores. I only eat them on occasion now, though, because that's a lot of sugar. It's a lot of sugar. And the fall candles oh, and the yeah. pumpkin chocolate chip muffins and yeah. pumpkin snickerdoodles and all the fall things. But I don't drink pumpkin coffee. Do you drink pumpkin spice? I do. I actually started drinking pumpkin spice coffee. I have one just about empty right here. When did you get your first one in the season? Oh, like the first week of September. Oh, Which wow. They've been out I, for a while. They're out for a while. But normally I don't do that. But I like Starbucks Nitro Cold Brew. So I wanted a Nitro Cold Brew pumpkin spice Ooh. with this sweet cream foam on top. And it's yummy. So I'm not a coffee drinker. So what is a... A co- Nitro Cold Brew? Yes. That. So it's a cold brew coffee that has... And is that different from hot brewed coffee? Well, it's cold. So they just brew coffee and chill it. Right. Okay. Yeah, basically. That's it. Okay. It's not like a special process they go through? And... Um, not that I'm aware of. Okay. I think you can pretty much just make coffee and then get it cold. It, correct me if I'm wrong in the comments if you, you know, watch this because maybe I don't <laughs> the know. The coffee connoisseurs out there can give us all the how details. It operates. Yeah. And then the nitro. Is that like espresso? Like it gives it extra just, It jump? gives it extra um, jump, extra coldness. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's good. It's good. I'm a tea drinker. Yeah. 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 I probably do drink more tea in the fall, though. Because sometimes in the evening, like, I don't, caffeine doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. So sometimes at night, I just love to have a cup of tea and relax. And yeah. I drink tea, but it's herbal. There's yeah. no caffeine in it. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't. So, I'm an old Lipton girl. I just like my... Oh, you're not a flavor? No. 
No, I just want a cup of Lipton tea. That's oh, it. Tea Vana has an Earl Grey cream that's really yummy if you like Earl Grey. Now, I drank Earl Grey when I was pregnant. Oh. Because that seemed to be very settling. Yeah. I heard someone had told me, and it was true. My tummy got upset to drink Earl Grey. If I don't drink a whole lot of caffeinated tea anymore, but if I really want like a comforting, you're not feeling well and you want mm-hmm. just that, I drink a Earl Grey cream tea with cream in it and a piece of sourdough toast with melted butter on it. Wow. That just is a comforting, I don't feel good and I want like Ooh. my blanky kind of a... I have to try that Earl Grey cream. Now, the other thing, of course, we discovered last year... Oh, the medicine ball? Was the medicine ball. Yeah, I make those too. But yeah. if I just want like something that feels like a warm mm-hmm. hug, right. it's the Earl Grey cream with the cream in it. Like I add half and half. Or heavy whipping cream if I have it in the house. <laughs> no shame in that. No shame in that. Yeah. So our other little topic of conversation is... The Browns. The Cleveland Browns. Right? Like what in the world? I, it is 2020. Yeah, after the, like, they have the best records. You looked it up. So I looked up. They have not been 3-1 and one since 2001. So we're, it's like the 2020 effect. It is. What if they win the Super Bowl? Oh. And I, nobody you know can what? go because we're social distance. <laughs> I can't even think about it, right? So I, the funniest thing I thought after they lost the first game, like, and they didn't just lose it. They, no. like were demolished. Well, it was Baltimore too, wasn't it? Was that, that was the first normal thing that happened in 2020. Right. But now, like, they look like a real football team. Oh, incredible. Yeah. In fact, I don't even think, and I didn't look up the stat, but I think he's, like, hasn't had an interception. No, but we're, like, doing turnovers left and right. Miles oh, Garrett, yeah. like, he's the man. It's crazy. They're, oh, on, Miles they're Garrett. on it. So the Browns, who yeah. knew in 2020 they might anything can happen look in like, 2020. Look like a football team, right? That was awesome. So <laughs> I hope you love the Browns, and if you don't love the Browns, don't turn us off because we're almost done talking about the Browns. But you can talk about your football team. Go ahead and make a comment. Who's your favorite football team? So, um, and then we just have to make mention and have a quick little burial service <laughs> for our sisterhood online book club looking for lovely like i if we had funeral music and one of these buttons i'd totally be yeah, pressing we, it right I now i don't think we have that option we, we have don't, the, the we little have womp, like, womp womp oh i haven't muted there you go yeah so yeah it was nice in theory and if you're reading the book Read it all the way to the end. Yeah, I think I'm three quarters, maybe two thirds through. I read it right after it first came out, and it was an it's an incredible mm-hmm. book. I just feel like we launched it and then headed into retreat prep, and then retreat week, and then retreat hangover, and then I headed into another retreat after we got back from retreat and guest minister. So. I, yeah. I, what I, were we thinking? I, I, we were super energetic when we were planning that. Mm-hmm. And then we yeah. had, I had absolutely no follow through. So all my lovely ladies out there, God bless you. Read the book. Read it. Still read Post it. Post some comments about it. It's yeah. a beautiful book. But we're going to start a new book. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about all the half-finished books we 
have an We do. And how many of you have piles of half-finished books? Although I, I remember one guy, like this billionaire guy, Peter Daniels, he reads eight books at a time. And he oh, said that's see? how he gains so much knowledge and so much wisdom as he's as he has a lot of topics, a lot of things going on. Does he finish them? Oh yeah, he okay. finishes them. So we need, we need to finish them. So how many do you have going? Um, I would say actively. Okay, I'm reading um, the Duncan Campbell. Channel of Revival? Liberty's book. Oh, so good. I'm still reading that little book. It's like 20 pages and I'm still reading it. <laughs> so I have that. Then I started The Gift, which is the new book by Dr. Edith Eager, who's the Holocaust survivor that okay. wrote The Choice. Mm-hmm. So she wrote this called The Gift, which is amazing. And then I'm still reading The Looking for Lovely. Mm-hmm. And then I'm um, reading a book called Surrender the Secret, which is a book for post-abortive women. Okay. So I'm reading that. And then, um, you know, I'm, I'm back working on my daily Bible reading, which I'm doing pretty good on. And Nice. So, yeah. I think this is the first year in a long time I didn't do the daily Bible, the one-year Bible. Oh, I'm doing just different readings on my yeah. own, but I miss it. I'm going back to it next year. Are you? I would pick it up right now, but I, I that just but the OCD in me. I mean, like I need to start from the you beginning. Have to start from the beginning, and there's no way to catch up at this point. Yeah, and I totally, um, I have given myself a lot of grace that if I miss a day, I don't try and catch up. I just pick up where it is. See, then I would be like, "Ooh, what did I miss?" Well, because I miss. Yeah. It's hard for me to read the one-year Bible because it, I get sidetracked on a verse I'm reading, and then I go try to like look up some things and reference it and study yeah. it out a little bit. And before I know it, like an hour's gone, and I haven't finished my one-year Bible, and then I could get like weeks behind. So that's kind of where I'm at with that's the one-year Bible this yeah. year. Then I'll just study what I want to study. And I like a book in my hand. So the only one-year Bible I have is an NIV, and it's really not my favorite translation. Mm-mm. So I'm having a hard time with that, too, because I haven't read that translation in a long time. And I'm really, right now, my, my main Bible is my New King James, which I love. So I may have to go online and order a New King James the New one. King James one-year yeah. Bible. Or maybe I'll ask for that for Christmas. Oh, so if any yeah. of my kids are listening. Yep. I would love the New King James One Year Bible. Christmas. Oh, I can't think. We're less than three months. I can't. Let's not talk about that. (laughs) We'll just, I have, including Looking for Lovely, I've got probably eight books I'm reading. What else? What do you got? And then I just ordered um, another one. I can't remember the title of it, but I was listening to a minister and she recommended it. And I'm like, well, that sounds really good. So I ordered it. Michael's like, you ordered another book. What about all those books over there in the pile that you haven't read yet? Yeah. Like, well, I needed to. I need to order it while I'm thinking right. about it. Right. And then if I don't order something, the UPS guy comes and knocks on the door to make sure I'm still alive. Now, how do you decide whether or not you want to read it on your Kindle or you want to have it in person? Well, if it's available on Kindle, I generally download the sample. Mm-hmm. And if I really, really like the sample and it seems like it's going to be a go-to reference book for me, then I get it an actual book. 
because to flip back and forth between the pages once I've already finished it and find my highlights and then you can kind of mark it with your little page markers and stuff. So yeah. if I like it on the sample, I generally order the actual book. Got it. Yeah. Okay. I'm actually all the way through. I'm about 45 minutes. What I like about the, there's several things I like about the Kindle. One of them, it tells you how much time is left in the book. Mm-hmm. So I'm about 45 minutes away from being done with Tony Cook's new book, What Did Jesus Say? Yeah, it's like you're almost there. Keep going. Which is what we're going to start with, Sisterhood. It's all about the letters to the seven churches in the book of Revelation and how they correlate to what is happening in the church today. Wow. Yeah, so we're going to start that not next Monday, but the Monday after that, and there's going to be an online option available. We're going to do it on the Facebook Live page or Facebook Live Sisterhood page as a Facebook Live while we're meeting together. So if you can come in, you can watch it. If you can't, you can still watch it. Beautiful. Yeah. So um, you'll see some posts about that, but just know we're burying our sisterhood book club, but finish the book. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. We'll have to pick, think about that some other time. Or yeah. If anybody, anybody out the there summer. is really interested in leading a book club, hey, yeah, no. we could use some help. That's, we could. That's the problem we ran into is it all fell on me. Yeah. And I just was so overwhelmed at that point. The kids were just starting back yeah. into school, and it was crazy school year and senior year. And so I bit off a little more than I could chew. Mm-hmm. But if you're willing and interested in helping Sisterhood out with some stuff on social media, contact me because I could use some help. Absolutely. And so now to talk about what we're going to talk about today. Halfway through the podcast, are we? But um, I just, we never, I mean, we got back from retreat and I headed back into it, another retreat I had to go to. And then we just got a little, um, put the podcast on hold for a couple of weeks. So I just kind of wanted to talk about the retreat. Yeah. I know not everybody out there was able to go, but we have dates for next year already. So September 16th, 17th and 18th, 2021, you want to mark your calendar and uh, do everything you can to be there. Ann Bosman is coming back. But um, we have it at Beulah Beach every year. And that's not going to change next year. And uh, so I just wanted to, to know, what did you love about the retreat? What were your kind of some of your favorite memories? Your favorite things that happened? Like, it was sunny. So I enjoyed it not raining. Oh, yeah. It was perfect. But sunshine, but it was um, a little gusty. That's an understatement. <laughs> it was like Winnie the Pooh and the blustery day. My kids used to love watching that. We watched it all the time. Yeah. But uh, 20 mile an hour, those winds were. <laughs> they were off the lake. Like, so. I remember clicking my heels together going, <laughs> there's no place like home. I just thought we're flying off to Oz here any minute. Yeah, yeah it was crazy. We'd open the door and it would just kind of fly mm-hmm. back. And uh, so yeah. the wind was a little insane. But did did you enjoy the outside in spite of the wind? Oh, I think so. I think so. Um, yeah, it's still beautiful that time of year on a beautiful sunny day to look out over massive amounts of water that don't seem to end. I just, to me, that's one of the moments, whether it's a lake like that or the ocean where you look out. And to me, I just go... God, you are amazing yeah. that you control the oceans, you know, the tides when they come and when they go and how vast they are. Yeah. And how much of the earth is covered by water. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. One of the things about the wind, though, it made it look like the ocean. 
Yeah, those so waves were cranking yeah. into shore. It sounded like the ocean. It looked like the ocean. Definitely didn't smell like the ocean. Well, it definitely no. smells like Lake Erie. Yeah, it smells more lakeish. Which isn't. I mean, it wasn't a horrible smell. It just wasn't that salt water right. kind oh, of a yeah. deal with the yeah. sand and all that. But um, yeah, that was one of the nice positive. If you're looking for lovely in the 20 mile an hour winds. Mm-hmm. It was that the lake definitely looked like the ocean. Yeah. We still had some nice. ladies out there first thing getting up to watch the sunrise. They were yeah. posting their pictures, still finding the sea glass out on the beach. So yeah. I think they still found their lovely even amidst the wind. They Now I took um, my blanket scarf, my winter coat, my winter hat, <laughs> and uh, we had some free time on Friday. So I bundled up and all of that and there were some benches right by the lake. And it was sunny, so the sun felt nice. So I bundled up and sat on the bench overlooking the lake in the sun with all my winter garb on, just processing what God was doing mm-hmm. in the retreat. Yeah. And it was just such a powerful weekend. Um, it was fun. We actually got to have our bonfire this year because Saturday, uh, in the middle of the night between Friday and Saturday, the winds died down. Mm-hmm. And I even, I woke up early Saturday morning, checked the weather, saw there were no winds and went out in the dark to look at the stars without all the wind gear on, but, and just sat at the edge of the water and watched the sun come up. Yeah. Nice. And it was very, very relaxing and, and just, I'm never alone. So I wanted to enjoy every moment of being alone because mm-hmm. my kids are always there. Someone's underfoot. So it was, I enjoyed being alone, but the bonfire was fun. Mm-hmm. We finally got to have our fire. We've been there three years and this was the first one first we got one. to have our fire. Yeah. We yeah. were determined. I think everybody really enjoyed that because mm-hmm. that's so much about retreat um, is just having that community time and spending times with um, girlfriends you've known a long time. And then this year we got to meet a lot of new people, make a lot of new friends. Yeah. So that was uh that was awesome. Yeah, there were a couple of ladies from the Cleveland area, I think mm-hmm. Mentor, who had fa- or inboxed our Facebook page and just asked for information on the retreat, and they ended up coming and loving it. Oh, Medina. Yeah, Medina. Yes. That's it. They were from Medina. I don't even think and I meet them, sad to say. You didn't meet them? I don't think I did. Oh, they were spectacular Damn. women. They yeah. were fabulous. And and I in our communication on Facebook, because we're definitely Holy Spirit-led Pentecostal mm-hmm. church. I asked him, you know, do you know someone from Victory? Do you know Miss Ann Bosman? Like, how did you find out about us? And she goes, we just Googled uh, ladies conferences. And I was like, "Uh oh, what if they're not (laughs) Pentecostal and they get there? And we totally are. So I'm like, oh, just some history on us or some background. We're Pentecostal. You'll find our worship times to be, you know, full of the spirit and praying in tongues. And they actually, I think it was their father was a Pentecostal minister. And so they just felt like they were at home. Wow. And that made them even extra excited to come. That's, so it was kind of fun. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So it was neat to meet all those new friends and the girls from Lakeview Assembly were there and we had girls from all the different campuses. So it is fun to have like a bigger expression of women there than just yeah. just the ones from our campus. It's nice to get to know, mm-hmm. you know, other parts of the body. Absolutely. So um, what else? I know what you loved about the giveaways. Our little special presents in our rooms. 
the bag. Oh my gosh, the bag. <laughs> She's sitting here going, I'm like, staring at me with this blank look like, on her what face. What is she talking about? Because you were, before we started, you were like, oh, we should have everyone post a picture with their oh. bag and what are you doing with your bag? And <laughs> the bag was fabulous. I'm like, well, I know one thing you really <laughs> you're like, I didn't like any of it. No. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. So one of the things every year we Wait, give... do that again. What? Just ask me. Oh, I know one thing that you really loved. Oh my gosh. The bags. See, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> I could have held up a sign that said bag. I know. Oh my gosh. So every year we leave little goodies and stuff in the rooms and always just in a little gift bag, you know, throw away paper gift bag. But this year we decided to take it up a notch. Oh, you really did. And uh, we found a really good deal on them, but they were just these, I don't, a market bag. I don't even know what else to call it. Yeah. They're like, um, it's jute material jute and fabric black and khaki. And it just said better together 2020 on it. I think breathe or something like that had the retreat logo on Mm -hmm. it. And they are fabulous. Yes. So if you have that bag, you need to post a picture in the comments when we post this um, podcast with you with your bag and what you're using it for. Yeah, I'm interested to see if you're actually using it. I haven't used mine yet because Michael's like, are you really going to use that bag? Was that bag necessary? It's just been sitting on the floor and I'm like, I haven't gone anywhere. (laughs) Give me a hot second to need to go somewhere. (laughs) You need to use it, yeah. So I'm definitely going to use it for the boat, for the pool, that kind of stuff. Oh, That's what I'm thinking because I have a bunch of books in it now that I was like moving from one place to another. And, um, but I'm like, I don't know if I want to use it like as a book bag. No, it's more special than a book bag. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. But it was fabulous. But if you're using yours, we want to see how you're using it. Yeah. And then let us know, would you like another bag next year? Or do you want us to maybe try to think of something different? Because after we got back, we were all talking about what we liked, what we didn't like. Everybody loved the bag. I'm like, we're never going to be able to top that bag. Right. Right. It was fabulous. So listen, if you didn't go this year, you need to make time to come next year, Mm -hmm. September 16th, 17th, and 18th. And we've even really just talked about the fun side of things, but there was a definite God side of things. And we spent months and months and months praying into the retreat as a group and even individually. And uh, God just really showed up. And after the retreat was over, so many people were asking me, how was the retreat? How was the retreat? And I just kept saying, I, I really have no words to describe exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Until I was talking with my friend Maria Vince. We were having a, a catch-up session at Panera. And she looked at me and we were talking about the retreat. And she goes, God came so close. Mm-hmm. And I said, that perfectly describes what happened. And Ann Bosman at the end of the Friday night session, she said, it's like God came and put a tent Mm. of the prophetic over, but he came and put a tent over. And I loved, and if you know Ann Bosman, she she walks very prophetically and she had kind of individual words of encouragement from God to different ladies. But that wasn't even my favorite part of the retreat, although it was powerful. Mm -hmm. And what she talked about was very powerful. We talked about abiding. We talked about living close to God, being close enough to hear his heartbeat, what can get in the way of hearing from God, how you hear from God, and all those things. 
and they were powerful. I took notes and I don't know if we'll even have time to go into the notes, but God came so close. I just, the things that he spoke directly to my heart, not through another person, not an encouragement through another person. I I went to the, I always go to the retreat with questions, things that I want to hear straight from him. Mm-hmm. What about this? What Whether it's a vision for next year or something that just seems a little out of whack in my life or some kind of direction. And he did not disappoint. He answered every one of my questions you know, calmed every one of my insecurities. It just was such a personal, intimate time with the Lord, but together. Yeah. How would you describe it? Yeah. Gosh, I think I could echo a lot of that. Um, I um, have a tendency to be caught up um, administratively. Like I want to make, oh, are there enough tissue boxes around? And doesn't somebody need water? Or what's going on here? What's go- So sometimes I get caught up in that, so I have to really stop myself. But this time just seemed to be um, impactful because she just captures your attention. Um, she is probably, in my personal opinion, someone who walks so in tune with the Holy Spirit like no one I've ever met. Oh, for sure. I mean, just, um, I just feel like I, I just learned so much from her just watching how she walks with God. Yeah. Yeah. The people that have impacted my life the most in my walk with God are the ones who walk with God. Yeah. Like Patsy Caminetti, mm-hmm. like Kathy Thomas, like Ann Bosman. You know, these ones, Brother Hagen, that had an intimate walk with him. And I, I've i known the Bosmans now for a long time. And they've come to the campus almost every year since Michael and I took over, uh, or since Michael took over as the campus pastor. But um, I'm trying to scratch my ear. It's under <laughs> my headphone. But um, they live that close to God. And this is something that has impacted me. And um, we were taking them back to the airport the last time they were here. Mm-hmm. We're just driving up. We're talking about grandkids. We're talking about kids. We're talking about church, talking about, um, but not like we weren't praying. We weren't worshiping. We weren't being super spiritual, what you would call super spiritual. We were just talking about random parts of life. And uh we were solidifying maybe them coming again next year. So we get out at the airport just to hug them goodbye. So I give her a hug. I turn to give him, you know, the little side hug. And he goes, God says this about you. And he just rattles off this whole thing that was completely accurate and what I was questioning in my mind or about, Mm -hmm. you know, my path or whatever. And we weren't even being like what, you would call spiritual. Right. We talked football, I think, and school and kids and crank. But he, they just live close to God. They do. They live close yeah. to God. And that whole weekend with the retreat, and I felt like every single session built on the other, not in what she said, but in the strength of the presence of God and his closeness and you just i left so built up and full of god 
And then Sunday morning got even fuller and Sunday night even fuller to like I hugged somebody Sunday night after the service was over just to say goodbye and she fell out under the power of God. I was like, I want to, was that you? You did that to me that too. Was like, I'm like, who was I that? I wanted to hug you and I then I said, whoop. <laughs> yeah, like, like it was just, I want to live that close to yeah. God. I wrote that in my journal. I'm like, God, I want to live that close to you. Yeah. And it's just that consistent walk, consistent staying connected, abiding in the vine, staying continually conscious of the fact that he's here and staying continually connected in a conversation with him. Yeah. And I think the, th- the thing I loved about the weekend and, um, this has more to do with the weekend overall than just the retreat is the fact that I think Sunday night, there was like nine different churches represented Sunday night. It was yeah. such a community of believers who came to hear from this man of God. Yeah. And, um, Dr. Bosman was, um, just to take a simple thing like the, not a simple thing, but the tabernacle of David yeah. and unpack that in a way where you're just like, what? Yeah, like it was just it was incredible. The yeah. insight was incredible. And if you weren't here for that Sunday night session, um, it's on the iTunes podcast for sure. Under v- VCC Warren campus, you can yeah. go back and look for it and listen to that teaching. It was incredible. But yeah, I think my favorite part about the whole weekend was how God came so close. Yeah, that's really good. And he wants to to live that close to us too. Yeah, we don't have to, and you don't have to be at a retreat or a conference or listening to a minister to have that closeness. No. Because it's it's you abiding. Yeah, and you can be in the middle of the most insane, chaotic day with your kids running around at home. And Psalm 27, 8 says, I have heard you say, come and talk with me. And my heart responds, Lord, I'm coming. And you don't have to be in the quiet to respond, I'm here. Right. You can be in the middle of chaos when your kids are running everywhere. I know when my kids were little, I was like, I miss being in the prayer room. And he's like, take them with you. Mm -hmm. And that didn't mean make them sit down and pray. It means pray wherever they were. Right. Pray whatever I was doing. Connect no matter what was going on. Mm -hmm. And it it takes some discipline to focus your mind to do that. Mm -hmm. And it takes some grace from God that you can ask him to give you grace to do that. But it's completely doable. Mm-hmm. Completely doable. Yeah. And you're going to teach your kids at the same time. Yeah. You're going to teach them. You know, I am. Um, it's so cute. So this is a grandma moment for me. But um, my daughter, when she puts Quinn to bed at night, you know, Quinn's still under two. So she gives her um, milk and then rocks her before she goes to bed. Well, she prays over her every night. And says prayers for their family. And um, and at the end, you know, she says, in Jesus' name, amen. Well, now, as soon as they're done with their milk, Quinn goes, pray, pray, pray. Aww. And then as soon as Katie says, in Jesus' name, she goes, amen. How sweet. You know, so. Yep, you're training them up. Train them up. Bring your kids into that atmosphere with you because they're going to, they learn from you. Yeah. You're going to be their, their, yep. their biggest teacher and you praying no matter what's going on around you is going to change the atmosphere in your home absolutely yeah so what seems like chaos eventually will not look like chaos Mm -hmm. because you'll be walking in greater peace which will help your kids walk in greater peace and it'll change everything about the atmosphere of your home yeah so it'll be good well i think we're out of time so girls 
Mark your calendars, September 16th, 17th, and 18th in 2021. We're going back to Beulah Beach with Ann Bosman for our next Better Together Sisterhood Absolutely. Retreat. Hey, put that on your Christmas list. Put that on your list of what you want for Christmas. Oh, Tell for your, sure. your husband, your kids, your grandkids, anybody who buys you a Christmas gift and says, hey, what do you want for Christmas? Say, you know what? I'd love, I'd love my retreat. Yeah. It's a great gift. I think that's a great idea. I love it. Yeah, it's was it a hundred dollar, hundred and five for one night, and one one fifty for two, two nights. nights, and that includes all your food, your bedding, and girls, the beds are comfortable, very comfortable. They're super yeah, comfortable. They're like Tempur-Pedic. Yeah, comfortable. They're very good. So anyway, September sixteenth through eighteenth, twenty twenty one, Ann Bosman, Beulah Beach, Better Together, Sister and Retreat, and. Uh, If you like this podcast, do us a favor and share it. Subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. Leave a review. That'll help other people find out what we're all about and help them find us. Um, And don't forget, we're all about connection. Find us on social media. On Instagram, we're at sisterhood.victory. And on Facebook, we're Sisterhood of Victory at Warren. Come to a Sisterhood Live, which is on Monday evenings at 7 p.m. or Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. Call a girlfriend and catch up. Grab a cup of coffee with a bunch of friends. Connect at church. Victory has eight campuses. We're at the Warren one, but there's seven others. You can find out all our locations at vccconechurch.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you back here next week. And don't forget, we, we are, are better, better together. together.